turbo sharks. You don't have to turbo, but but you can't shark, shark here. here. What? Turbo shark. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh, and uh, welcome to another episode of <laughs> Dos Nav Sinkos. Oh, I didn't it's see episode, you there. Episode uh, number fifty-four. <laughs> <laughs> this week we cover Mystery Science Theater three thousand, the movie, as well as Street Shark season three, episode eighteen, Turbo Shark. But before we get into that, as always, I'm your host David. I'm Stuart, and I'm Ben. Oh. Whoa, what's 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 got, what got you down, Ben? What's going on? Nothing. You want to oh, talk why, about why, why, it? Not really. I mean, not with you anyways. <laughs> You're not my dad. Well. I mean. That's actually. not what this DNA test says. <laughs> oh, no. Mari, don't tell me. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Stu, <laughs> were, um, were you? Uh, I know that we had reviewed this last week. Um, because it was Mamba Day. Did you end up copying anything from Mamba Day? I didn't Day get any. I didn't get shit. What about you, Ben? Mm. Not for lack of trying, though. I yeah. got I got the Simpson shoes, but I didn't get a Mamba related shit. So uh, I found out that I have a group of friends that I used to work with. He's part of this Discord group that does a lot of like flipping and trading for shoes and stuff. And he posted this egregious picture of literally his entire floor is covered in Kobe jersey. Wow. I was like, can we get the address to this guy and then beat him to the ground? Like, dude, how many people did you take that opportunity away from? Wait, the just the, for you to be able to make a buck. One? The, huh? the one they just released? The city yes, the city. Yeah, the oh my eight God. in the front, that the 24 in the back. Fucking murdered. Like, yeah. I'm just like, dude, what? I understand. Like, okay, if you bought an extra one fine you have to feed your family but you had enough money to be able to buy i think i didn't sit and count but it's at least more than like 30 or 40 of them wow and it's like an entire hallway is just blanketed in kobe jerseys and it's not like it's not like he like laid them out they're still in the packaging so they're still folded in half hey and whoever if that guy if that person ever listens to this eat shit and die i think that's pretty accurate i mean Dude, like, you're trying to make a quick buck on somebody else who's clearly... Obviously, you're trying to make a quick buck off of somebody like Stu, who's a huge Kobe fan. Yeah. I am, too, but, you know... This isn't just, like, fucking to... some pair of Yeezys or fucking who gives a shit. This mm-hmm. is much... This is bigger than that. Yeah. That's and true. you're being a fucking asshole. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. There's that, and that was... That's the downer for this week. Um you know this Let's, person or your coworker knows this person? My coworker knows somebody who's in that Discord group. Wow. That happens to be like they trade a lot of like stuff like Supreme gear. I hope um I hope they end up like a person shoes. who like hoarded toilet paper or paper towels, but then ended up like nobody could nobody uh nobody bought them from them. So honestly to to kind of stick it to these guys, what they should do is they should make this thing not limited edition. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should. Now they should come out and be like, "Oh yeah, just, by the way, this is this is going to be like a standard Lakers jersey now." Correct. Yeah, <laughs> keep printing them, and then yeah. so that way that person's literally stuck with it and just like I can't return it. No, no can returns. We, can we start Thank you like for a, donating? Can we start a like a 
what do they call petition? it? Petition to for the Lakers to make to make the city edition a standard jersey uh, to completely annihilate these these types of people. From oh like, man, can you imagine if they just did that every year, every uh, August twenty fourth? Wait, no, they don't even play that far deep into the. Uh, yeah. into well, unless the unless the seasons get switched up because all the Again. COVID. Stuff. <laughs> unless they release COVID twenty one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way by the way the uh nba season's getting extended all the way into august um where they should like play like some type of like charity game or something like that and all the proceeds and then you print as many jerseys. like literally all they had to do was take pre-orders and just say hey this is how many jerseys we're gonna end up printing everybody gets one okay so i'm on change.org uh, <laughs> lakers topics Maybe we should. Maybe we need to be the first one to start. Maybe we need to get this kick started here. All right, Stu. We, you know what? This is what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna do on this particular podcast, Stu. I'm gonna have you go ahead and you sign it up. You send us the link. We'll post it in the YouTube channel, on the in the description. Make sure to sign this because I feel like Stu's probably not the only one who missed out. Yeah. I know at least three other people. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if I missed out and it's like, okay, whatever. But then to have like one single person obtain a, an, an ungodly an amount. amount. Yeah. It, it, I would send you the picture, but I don't want you to throw up in the middle of our podcast. So I'll wait till afterwards. But um, outside of our movie of the week and Street Sharks, uh, Stu, what else have you seen actually? Uh, so I watched um, on a, just on a, on a whim. I finally watched the... Uh, the latest installment of Mission Impossible, the Fallout one. I just happened to see it. It was like, I didn't really know what to do with myself one night. And I was like, uh, oh, this is a thing I haven't seen. So I watched it. Um, you know, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. It's just, just another Mission Impossible movie. Uh, you know. So uh, other than that, though. Uh shit! I feel like oh I I'm starting to pick up Dark again. This time I'm I'm watching it with subtitles on, so we'll see yeah. how it goes. Has that improved the experience at all? Uh yeah maybe I don't know. I've only gotten like two episodes further into the series with uh with this on, so I'm still kind of waiting for stuff to like hit me like whoa like for that to happen in the show, but it hasn't happened yet. Uh, ben, you said you finished that show, right? I did, yes. Uh, for someone who has seen it and knowing how far Stu has gone twice, <laughs> yeah, before, um, how far does that moment? Use, how long did that moment take for you? Three, it, four, five episodes? I would say it, it took maybe like halfway through the first season, but I will say that it, after that, it kind of snowballs. I would say, and you know, just information just kind of tax on to other pieces of information you know and then it's just like oh and you got uh you start to kind of realize the bigger picture of what this whole show is about and it's just like oh 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 so but at the same time i don't know like i, I have heard some people who say that the payoff isn't worth it so oh, man your <laughs> mileage may vary <laughs> Come on. Well, the thing is, Stu, we've already established on this podcast probably more than at least two handfuls of times that unless you finish it, you can't bitch and complain about it. Well, I don't really feel like I've been bitching and complaining about it. So No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, based on Ben's uh, 
you know, uh, just foreshadowing how disappointing right. some people have been about right. it. So I'm well. I feel like I might be on the precipice of the snowball. So <laughs> I'm so close. Oh, I'm so I can close. feel it. Okay. I'm so close, um, guys. Oh. I'm gonna pre. <laughs> what about you, Ben? Uh, seen anything else? Yeah, I uh, actually watched. What was that movie? Um, I watched Weird Science. Have you guys watched? No, Weird uh, Science. Yeah, Weird Science. Is that the the one about the two kids who end up uh, creating this the girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, that that'd be the movie. Yep, that's it. Have you guys watched it? No. Thoughts? I haven't seen it in like a forever. I know. I don't remember enough outside of the the fact. Other than the premise, the general premise. Okay, well, uh, man, I, I don't think this movie aged well at all. I mean, this is my first time watching it. And I'm just like, oh, boy. Oh, man. A lot of uh, like, racial slurs that are outdated or or something. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> how often was the word honky used? But the fact that I have to think about this. <laughs> uh <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's already moved past the two two hands. He's now counting toes. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. There was just a lot of instances where it's just like, oh, boy, man. Like, there would have been so many, so many posts about this or something. And, like, a lot of it, I don't know. It just, uh, I mean, trying to look at it in the lens of 1985, and trying to appreciate it then, it's just like, I, I don't really know what's going for here. It's just like, yeah, it's a girl, and they made her. And, oh, there's Robert Downey Jr. And, uh, yep, gee, there's some boobs. Um, that, that's all I got from it. I, I know it was, like, really popular. But what else is there to get? I, I don't know. It was just, just it was okay, a comedy. So... And, I guess the question now gets begged is why? Why? What made you decide to watch that now? Uh, my friend wanted to see it, and I'm like, okay, let's let's give it a watch. And uh, yeah, that was about it. I don't know why we watched it, and you know, I I was really happy with Good Burger. Was was not so happy with this movie. So, but Good Burger is not from the 1980s. It isn't. But I had a much better time with Good Burger. <laughs> I love oh, yes. Good Burger now. It's good. Good Burger's a good time. Burger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a dude. She's a dude. He's, He's a dude. We're all She's dudes. She's a dude. <laughs> hey. Um, and we're all so, dudes. So, Ben, it seems like there's been a lot of... You've been going down this like nostalgic route of movies that you didn't see when you were growing up. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so what's next on this list for you? Uh, You know, I'm not too sure. Uh, it is my turn to pick the movie, and honestly, I think I was gonna pick Bill and Ted because that just came out, and that kind of fits along the the uh, nostalgia journey that we're going on. But also, you know, it's uh, it's a brand new movie, so who knows? Like, I, I'm pretty excited to see it, honestly. Ben's gonna be pulling a Wicked City on us. It's not. It's not going to be <laughs> anything like Wicked City. In the sense, in the sense <laughs> that none of us have seen it, and uh-huh. it's and we, even though we're, this is supposed to be a uh, a thing where we review movies we know and love, so <laughs> yeah, Ben, you're stop gonna ruining pull, this thing for all the rest of us. Yeah. What would I do? 
What do I do? What do I do? This has been following the rules, except for you, Ben. What do I do? Movies we've all seen and we know and love. Except for me that one time. (laughs) Ben, how could you influence Stu and say that that was a good movie to pick? Because I didn't know any better. I was going to pick Ninja Scroll, and then somewhere in the back of my mind, Ben's like, oh, Ninja Scroll's for for normies. Yeah, I definitely got pushed out of that. I could tell because that was, what, two episodes ago? I was editing for Pokemon, and I said Spirit Away, and then I got chastised. Yeah, exactly. not picking Spirit Away. Yeah, it's really Ben's fault. It's settled. It's settled. Tentacles. Two to Ben's one. Ben's fault. Hashtag Ben's fault. Two to one. Actually, I think that's going to be the title of this episode. So Ben's let's fault. just go ahead and move on. Um, we're going to just go ahead and shark dive into season three, episode 18, Turbo Shark. Now tell me if you've heard this one before. Jab is driving a race car that cannot go under 65 miles an hour or it's going to release a bomb. That will gene slam the entire race, the entire city. I mean, we've heard that part before in like every other episode. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like this this episode was right up Ben's alley. <laughs> it had everything I liked. Yeah, because all that was missing was uh, I think this which, the, I think this one was inspired by uh, Redline. <laughs> Right, so Ben, what what was your synopsis for Redline again? Fuck, I literally just deleted it. <laughs> uh, back to the action. <laughs> you go back to some full uh, penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Smells crime. Full penetration. Head. Back to the lab for some full penetration. Uh, uh, this episode was just missing Keanu Reeves, I think is what you're trying to say. And yes, Sandra that Bullock. That's correct. That's true, Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you guys do recognize the, the reference. And to answer the question, Speed yeah, did come went over like a episode. fucking lead balloon. Like <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they changed was like the speed that you can't drop under miles an hour. Stay above sixty-five. I'm like what? <laughs> Yeah, but they're also, it was just him, right? If he died, that That's would have true. been it. Just be jab. Mm-hmm. So I think we have seen the moment when they started really running out of money because we're episode 18. There are 27 total episodes in this season. So I think when they start stealing two-year-old material, this episode came out in 1996. The movie of reference, if you haven't figured it out, is Speed. Came out in 1994. If you're a fucking zoomer, you haven't, you know, don't know fucking uncultured fucking, what's that word? Troglodyte? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Ben will be reviewing Speed in his nostalgic tour. Wait, guys, Um, guys, I have a a confession. He's never seen Speed. Speed. Can we take him off now? You're so predictable now, Ben. I seen Cruise Control. What? No, (laughs) shut up. Not the same. Why would anyone buy like a six by twelve poster? And that's not inches. That's feet. plus that couldn't. 
Stop. Of a poster it wasn't of a six movie. by twelve. It was twenty four by thirty six. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's uh, really <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was for the Simpsons. Come on, that man. is a wall in and of itself. It doesn't need a frame because it just you just top from the top to the bottom. Yeah, good one, Ben. I almost I almost believed it. Not. <laughs> actually he bought multiple ones of it and he just used it as wallpaper i gotta say this though was i was i the only one who was ultra disappointed that when i showed up to the theater for speed 2 as a kid i was like all right keanu reeves back back to back to back saving it again the bus or whatever we're on this time and he fucking just, they didn't even cast him they he, i don't know if he turned it down or they just fucking or what? But no, they're like uh, that premise has been done by the Street Sharks. It's clearly dead. Yeah. It's, clearly, it's clearly played. So, uh, oh yeah, I don't know who the guy they cast instead was, but it wasn't Jason Patrick. Yeah, who the fuck is that? Who? Exactly. <laughs> they're like clearly the star of the show is Sandra Bullock, so we're going to bring her back and. It was, that, I was, was super it. disappointed. This is back in the days where like, I didn't know there was no like pre like find out what's who's in the movie or what's going on is just like speed two. All right. I love speed one. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then disappointment. <laughs> oh man, dude, we should totally have come up with a theory that street sharks actually derailed speed two and the fact that Keanu Reeves wanted to do it, but Vin Diesel was involved in street sharks something along those lines that sounds like a lot of effort well that's that's what you call karma holy fuck it actually sounds like he's dying the water went down the wrong hole all right um speaking of uh older things i did uh start taking a look watching from the very beginning, it's always sunny because of, uh, you know, I started recognizing some of the references that you were making, <laughs> like on our Twitch channel. Yeah, that <laughs> three guys. I thought that you wrote that, so. I didn't write that. That was Ben. <laughs> Which we should probably change at some point because. <laughs> nothing we sexual. Might in, we might get in trouble. <laughs> no, we can't because it's nothing sexual. No, but it's it's like fucking plagiarism. <laughs> What? 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 We're gonna get put. We're gonna get hit with you, a plagiarism. If we submitted strike? that as a paper to turnitin.com, it would light up like a Christmas. Oh yeah, tree. no, it, it it would probably not even accept it right away. It would oh, just what? be, oh, what is that? And then shut down the entire it site. Say, oh, that's tell the professor guess, we turned it in first. How about this reference? The gang gets an F. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what would happen. Oh man. Yeah, but I have been reviewing. I've been watching. Uh, it's always sunny, nice. um, and so that that's my nostalgic tour. Since I've been, uh, since I've been working from home, that's what I've been doing on my lunch uh, is eating lunch oh. and also watching. It's always sunny. So wait, were you working from home at your last job too, or did you start working from home now at your new job? I started working from home three weeks ago, and I started my new job. Oh, nice. Yeah. So 
Yeah, there's uh, different challenges to that. I'm just like looking around and wondering why I don't take care of more chores. So I started throwing the trash out and washing the clothes and so stuff. Instead, so you could technically be streaming on Mondays, but now you don't because even though you could. so I could, but I actually work. There'd, there'd be evidence of you not working. <laughs> that is correct. And we definitely don't want that. But this is also <clears throat> evidence that you're not working. No, I'm saying I'm doing it in between phone calls. Like, if I were to stream, that would mean I would have to literally stop whatever I'm doing for What if two you stream hours. your work-related st stuff? No, yeah. you don't want that. That's So half the screen would be red alert, and half and the other half would be exp uh, Excel spreadsheets or some shit. Yeah, whatever the, whatever <laughs> the fuck you do. <laughs> All right, we're going to pivot the Soviets again. Dang it. Um. But yeah, any other thoughts on this episode of Street Sharks, guys? And no. so we have no montage yet again. Nope. And if you haven't figured it out, it was the race car was a diversion to Gene Slam, a another place. I I don't even know at this point. Like we're so close. We <laughs> just got to Are we in under in single digits now? As far as how many remaining episodes? Yes, we just hit nine. Nine right. left. Nine. We're gonna make it. Yep, we are under the double digit number. So countdown for Shark stick, Town. Stick with us. Yep, we're almost done, and after that, we will no longer be doing any more Street Sharks or those nests because <laughs> we don't know what to do with that. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump over to our box office rundown. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting. Box office mojo, which is where we've been getting a lot of our box office rundowns from, finally added the subtext to all of the weekend numbers starting in March to add COVID-19 pandemic. In addition, uh, this past weekend... We finally hit eight digits. So last week we had $6 million was the total box office in, in the U.S. This week it's doubled that. We're at $12.4 million. With the New Mutants uh, coming at number one with $7 million. Number two is Unhinged, which was number one last week with 2.6. Bill and Ted Face the Music. 1.1 million. Number four is the personal history of David Copperfield, 475,000. And number five, which was number three last week, is words on bathroom walls for 441,000. So the thing of note is that there are 2,412 active theaters that were showing the new mutants. Um, ben, do you know anything about this particular movie? Oh, man, this movie has been in in the works for so fucking long like it i think this the first trailer that came out was in 2016 or 2017 one of the two really and yeah this movie went through the ringer it kept getting hit by a curse or something like someone did something it just kept getting pushed back and back and back and back and finally uh, it, it secured a release date for 2019, I think. Or no, not 2019, 2020. And, you know, the pandemic hit. And it was just another thing on top of this shit cake, you know. And no, pretty much everyone thought that 
it was never going to see the light of day. Uh, one of the main actresses on the movie, Macy Williams of Game of Thrones fame, was in an re- interview for that movie. Or no, it wasn't even for that movie. I think it was for Game of Thrones. And they're asking her, oh, like, uh, when do you think New Mutants is coming out? And she says, hell if I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was under a lot of shit. And it finally came out. I am really surprised that something else didn't come along and just like barrel this down the road of 2020, but it actually fucking released. And it's really weird hearing about this because I feel like this movie had a lot of uh, big stars in it. You know, Macy Williams, the guy from Stranger Things, uh, Anna Joy Taylor was also in it. And I feel like their careers have kind of verged off in completely different directions. And, you know, they are a lot bigger than what this movie was originally about. So um, as far as the movie goes, though, I'm not really sure, like, how well it did or how good it is. So, David, do you have any idea of what that is? Um, All I know is in terms of overall dollars, it's obviously it's number one uh, opened up at number one with seven million. I don't know. In terms of pandemic numbers, I think that's a home run. Okay. But um, in terms of critics, it's receiving very mixed reviews. It's roughly about a 6 out of 10 is if we were to convert all the scores all together. Metacritic has it around 46. Um, I didn't even know that this movie had that long of a history about it. So that's actually somewhat surprising. Okay, well, you okay. had so much information about it already. <laughs> yeah, no, there's um, here's one of the big things that kind of you know this, that kind of ages this movie or kind of gives it a timestamp. This movie was coming out when Fox, you know, when Fox was still a thing, and one of the oh, big hurdles. You mean before Disney bottom? Yeah, so that was one of the big hurdles it hit. Wow. It didn't get released because Disney bought them, and they're like, wait, 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 hold on, don't release this. We need to reevaluate this. Hang on, this this shit is. This shit sucks. No, that okay, was that was another Dark thing. Phoenix time, right? Yeah, that was around Dark Phoenix time, and that was another thing. So when Fox still had control over this movie, um, there were rumors going around that Fox absolutely hated the first cut of this movie, and they wanted them to reshoot the whole thing. And that oh, was why. Nice. Yeah, that's why they actually paused the first time, and they're like, "All right, reshoot it." They never got around to it because Disney bought them out. <laughs> so this is the and we're not cut. funding yeah we're not funding your disaster yep. we saw what you did with dark phoenix actually which is funny because both of them had game of thrones stars in them oh, oh you're right oh, oh never curse that. of game of thrones oh yeah that means that you guys <laughs> your tv series is done your career is is done we don't oh, want to see you in anything it tends else. to happen a lot i think <laughs> oh I mean, we haven't seen anything from out of Amelia Clark since, or, or Kit Harrington, or yep, shit, or, man, uh, none of them really. Aaron Paul would tried to; he had a couple things, but then nothing. Well, Aaron Paul's still doing some shit. He's in Westworld, right? Uh, right? But that's just another TV show. Yeah, I think it depends, right? I feel like these HBO TV shows. I think that maybe they're just resting on their laurels, and they just. They kind of mail it in. They put them. They just plug them in, and it's just not working. Oh. Maybe because um, audiences are too attached to the. the they, they, someone in <laughs> in the studio is like, no, everyone's gonna gonna see fucking Sansa. Yeah, the whole time. And 
I forgot her other uh, on Arya. When did she get mutant powers? When could they both be able to do any of that stuff? <laughs> I'm yeah. sure that there's that that weird moment that we all have when whenever we see a a a, a character that we know is very tied to. Um, a certain person, like for example, if anybody ever plays somebody who's not Robert Downey Jr. plays Iron Man, I'm sure it's probably going to be kind of weird. Same thing for uh, Chris Evans with uh, with Kev, with uh, Captain America, right? Come on, David, sound it out. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> the actually it was actually going towards a segue. Um, this week, speaking of people who, um. And, you know, symbolize a specific specific character or, you know, a franchise. Um, this past weekend, we did lose uh, Chadwick Boseman, um, who was the, who played Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. Stu. Um, and it's definitely caused a lot of ripples throughout Hollywood. I mean, he resembled much more than just, you know, a guy who played you know, one character for, you know, the Marvel movies. And I feel like um, a lot of people have felt that they want to kind of retire that series because he represented not just the character, but also what that uh, superhero stands for. Um, okay. He also played Jackie Robinson. So yeah, that's also that true. <laughs> um, and I, I'll be one of those people who was honest, like when I was walking into Black Panther, I didn't know what to expect. And I really didn't have very my hype hopes for it because i didn't know anything about the character in the first place or the superhero but after seeing that and also seeing the person that chadwick was um i think i'm starting to agree with a lot of people who know that black panther 2 is supposed to be coming out in 2022 but i feel like a lot of people don't want to see that actually happen since he won't be able to reprise his role in that um they didn't have any thoughts about that they didn't already film it or anything no they haven't I thought they would have already filmed something like that. But, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, as difficult as it is, I think, uh, like you said, you know, this was much more than just, you know, a guy playing a superhero. It actually stood for, like, a community, you know, and for Marvel to not just cancel it because... Chadwick Boseman passed away, you know, I, I think it's a huge missed opportunity because, you know, it's pretty much throwing away this, this superhero that represents, like I said, this whole community. And I, I think, you know, they can find a way to pivot from this and figure out someone else who can kind of take up those reins. And I saw uh, one post because I, I also don't want them to stop, you know, discontinue it, but mm-hmm. I saw one post where someone was suggesting that, they should um, somehow make it so that uh, Michael B. Jordan's Michael B. character oh, my God, becomes man. Black Panther, that which would be, be pretty cool, I think. That would so. be awesome. Um, I think that in terms of like maybe a tribute or something like that, I think that would be huge. Um, but, but I think that they do have this good opportunity right now to kind of hand this off to the next generation because it seems like that's what they're doing with all these other Marvel movies right now, right? Where um, you know the first generation Marvel heroes, they they've been in this for like a decade already, and now they're kind of handing it off to the next generation. Whether it be you know Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. is out of the universe because he's dead, 
Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he oh, Come, come on, come on! If you haven't seen Endgame <laughs> at this point, seriously, you have no bo- no reason to be yeah. listening to the Just Now Cinco's podcast. That is like your payment to joining this shenanigery. Go but, ahead, Ben. Continue. But you know, like, uh, yeah, Iron Man, uh, Captain America hands it off to uh, to Bu- not Bucky, uh, to Anthony Mackie, uh, Black Widow. Well, yeah, you know, Black Widow. I've heard rumors that she's actually handing it off to someone else uh, in the in the form of Florence Poom from uh, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Midsommar fame. So I'm actually pretty excited about that because she was really good in that movie. Or, you know, regardless think, of how I felt about that movie, she was a great actress. In that I don't movie. think uh, I can disconnect the movie from the actors or actresses. No. So oh, for Midsommar because it was they'll, that bad? They'll forever <laughs> have that taint to it. I'll never uh, be able to separate them. Like some, some things I can separate from like, you know, michael jackson and he can separate the band from the music and everything uh but uh this is not this is a that's a bridge too far for midsummer okay <laughs> um well, well i i had a thought about black panther too maybe this would be an opportunity for them to be progressive and then have um uh i don't even know how to pronounce her name latitia right yeah latitia right yeah give her a chance to play black panther yeah, um, I think this would be a great opportunity, a perfect time for that, really. Um, I, as sad as it is for Chadwick Boseman to pass away, uh, I think this would be a wonderful opportunity for that to happen. Yeah, so, but yeah, we, uh, you know, that's whenever we lose somebody who's not just a huge star, but also a really great human being, because, I mean, all these tributes, typically a lot of times you hear, it's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, but... Yeah. At the know, risk of... Uh, at the risk right. of, uh, I don't know, sounding like whatever, I'm going to disagree that they should do that in the name of progressiveness. I think they Why, should do it, it if it makes sense, if it's organic and natural. If they, they haven't, if if they they haven't written the script I'll, I'll yet, t- Stu, what do you think? I'm gonna, I just told you. Oh, okay. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> but I'll, <laughs> say, I'll say this. If they, if they do it in the if – they, if they ramrod it in the name of progressiveness – it is it is gonna fail in the theaters, I guarantee. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna flop. Like I don't because if you like I'm but I'm saying if you do it solely in the name of progress, like if you do it for exactly just for the just sake of saying that we did that, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna Got fail. It. Okay, I, I somewhat agree with Stu, but at the same time, I I do want to say that. Uh, going off of what I was saying earlier about like uh, all the other Marvel heroes kind of uh, passing on or the transitioning. Torch. Yeah. Transitioning, passing on the torch. This would be a really good time to do it. Like, it, yeah. and it would make sense too, you know, where yeah, Black she was, a, she was, a, yeah, she was a great actress in, in that movie. And she's also a really good character in that movie as well. Cause it's like, instead of it being about, power and stuff like that she focuses a lot about technology and then moving towards that so i think that that would be a kind of like a a seamless thing but Stu, i i i can see where your point is where you're coming from where you don't want it just to be shoehorned in there like shoved down our throats to say well we did it yeah because then if that's not this yeah so um since the, the i don't think the script has really been fleshed out or written yet uh what would you guys like to see knowing that we don't have a T'Challa anymore. Man, this is tough. They really they killed off Michael B. Jordan, which is really tough. 
Right. But you know, in the Marvel universe, no one's ever yeah, really. No one's, no one's really dead. dead. Because they could, I guarantee you, they could probably say, well, due to the fact that you know he, you know, Thanos with uh. You know, Tony Stark was able to snap his finger. He brought back so and so from yeah. this particular point of the timeline. He's back, kind of thing. He was in the background fighting. I'm sure they could probably figure out some way, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would be also kind yeah. of disappointed if that's <laughs> they brought yeah, him back. But it, that would be I'd get just, over it. That would probably just be as unsuccessful as ramrodding the, uh, <laughs> the progressive <laughs> thing down. Okay, like I, I am. I am a little disappointed that um, we are going to have to take like a different detour here because, you know, the story was kind of leading up to uh, align with the rise of mutants, X-Men, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, you know, and them incorporating them into the universe. And that would also mean the the marriage of X-Men's uh, Storm with Black Panther. So we're not going to get that. I don't. I don't know. We might still, depending on who would take up the mantle. But at this point in time, we're not going to get Storm, you know, joining oh. up with Black Panther, which kind of sucks. Mm. What about you, Stu? What do you oh, think? You mean Storm, like uh, from the X Men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, in the Halle comics, Barry, Halle... not going to team up. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Why? You know what? I'm mad. All right, we're done. I, I'm not doing any more movie podcasts. I. Ben, why? I was why? so blissful in my ignorance. <laughs> you brought this up. You ruined it. Hey, hey, okay. Now we're not going to have. Okay, number one, there's a new storm. All right? It's not Halle Berry. And number then two. why? Then I'm okay. not interested. Hey, 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 hey. Halle hey. Berry still got it. All right? Halle Berry still got it. Number two, that also means that Wolverine is not the same. It's not Hugh Jackman. All right? But you know what that does mean? There have Hugh been Jackman's lots and dead. lots. And lots I mean, of rumors that there is going to be a new Wolverine, and there are two possible candidates right now. It's either Taron Egerton from Kingsman fame, which I am Hans okay. Gruber. No, it's not <laughs> fucking Alan Rickman. Just kidding. Not, it, <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> we brought back Alan Rickman's animated corpse. And then, yeah, <laughs> Serious Snape as Wolverine. Oh, go ahead. What are the two options, Ben? Sorry. Taron Egerton, right, of Kingsman fame, of Rocketman fame, which I'm completely okay with because I, I love that guy. Um, and number two, uh, there have been lots of rumors about this one, but possibly Keanu Reeves. As Wolverine? Yeah. Wait, he's older than Hugh Jackman. He's, yeah, it's like, you're not, I mean, same. that would be, I mean, I'm not saying I awesome. would want to see Keanu Reeves as, as Wolverine, but we're going to get like one movie out of it. <laughs> Actually, I heard uh, it's going to be Daniel Craig who's going to be playing um, Wolverine because that's why he's retiring James Bond this year. He's he's going to reprise his role as. I want to take on a more serious role. (laughs) I want to fight Ryan Reynolds. There have been some substantial backings to the Keanu Reeves theory because Marvel has approached Keanu Reeves multiple times to to play somebody in the Marvel universe. Yeah, to join in the fun. Nobody knows who though, but they've approached him multiple Punisher. times. Yeah. Hey, that'd be really cool. Punisher that would be I would be dope. down for that. Yeah, I mean, that would, would actually be right be up his alley. Dope. Um, but I don't want to take away uh, Stu's time. So, Stu, what about you? What do you think they should do with? What would you like to see them do, knowing that we don't have T'Challa for Black Panther two? I have no idea because I'm actually looking up a list of black actors right now, and I just can't see anyone. Denzel Washington. Other than other, like the the other names, like the obvious names are, are already out because it's not possible. Michael B. Jordan, Anthony Mackie. 
Uh, so I'm trying to see, and like all the other ones are probably like a little too on the older side. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, Cause I feel like it'd have to probably be someone young. Obviously it have to be someone younger. Daniel Kaluuya. Oh but, wait, but he's already in the, in yeah, the original sure. movie. Sorry. Yeah. Someone yeah, like fairly young, but, and maybe not already super established. Um, Keegan John Boyega. Key. John Boyega. Even I heard that. I have John heard that, that. That yeah, who was uh, the stormtrooper in? I forgot yeah, his yeah. name in the in the Star Finn. Wars movies. Finn. Yeah, there we go. Stormtrooper. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Seven. I mean, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It would be cool if they didn't kill off. Uh, what was the name War Machine or whatever his name? Not War Machine. Uh, what? Warmonger. Like Anthony. Oh my god, you fucked up everything! Fuck you fucked up man. everything! Just, no, 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 Ben, wait, Stu, spell it out. Wow, this is, your, this is what, what you wanted <laughs> to say? Michael Just so Jordan. you could get a little redemption from this? That's all you wanted from this? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Alright, let's not go... Movie? Yeah. Um, but let's not That's... go down this uh, this road too far, but, you know, losing Chadwick Boseman has definitely been uh, difficult uh, for the Hollywood community. And uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that. Um, and then also the fact that, you know, what was when was Endgame? What, three years ago? Two years ago. Endgame was 2019. 2019. So last year, um, you know, they wrapped up the cinematic universe that pretty much spanned, you know, a third of all three of our lives um, and a big important part of our lives. And so, you know, obviously we we're very, very tied to um, – those series of actors and obviously there like ben was mentioning there will be some type of transition and stuff like that so yeah all right um let's go ahead and jump over to our movie of the week this week um i know it's a quick transition but uh, this week is mystery science theater 3000 the movie uh Stu, what do you got for us uh well okay so or did, I guess or I you expecting Ben to do it. I should have anticipated this kept falling on my shoulders, but uh, I didn't. Well, so, let's check. Let's check in but, with Ben. Ben, do you no, have something or, prepared? What? Okay. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna riff, but okay. Uh. uh this way, Ben can stay self, and then we can start riffing on him, uh, Stu. That's the plan. Uh, skip. We can start um, scatting but, and bebopping. There, there's a guy in space. And he has a gumball machine, I think. And attached to a forget that? it, forget it. I, I'm meeting Ben. Attached to a barrel of monkeys. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Stu. All right, join Mike, Servo, Crow, and Gypsy uh, on the satellite of love as they take their beloved TV show antics from Mystery Science Theater 3000 to the big screen. Uh, with all their favorite mystery science theater gags, but with a Hollywood budget. Uh, as uh, uh, Professor Forrester subjects them to one of the worst movies of all time called This Island Earth. Uh, will this be the final straw and drive Mike and the gang uh, out of their minds and, and allow Professor Forrester to assert his dominance over the world? Or will it not do that? Find out now. Next we week on Dragon Ball Z, I mean, Mystery Science Theater 3000. 
I gotta ask, Stu, what made you pick this one? Since our this is for that's what I call Cinco's comedy. Right. Well, what, what made you decide to pick this one? I'm glad you asked, David. Oh, good. Um, one, I love Mystery Science Theater. Uh, two, I hadn't seen this in a while, and I wanted to watch it. And three. I don't have a third thing. That was it. <laughs> uh, and three, uh, go to Ben and come back to me. Um, okay. But it was, so, it, it is one that I do. I, I like um, out of like, you know, all the mystery science theater stuff. And it's one, I it's probably the one I haven't watched more recently because all the other ones are available on like YouTube. So. Yeah, because uh, I was looking for it, and uh, Ben Flix was down, so I could not uh, consume this this way. And then I went on to Amazon Prime and to view it, and it was three ninety nine to rent or four ninety nine to buy. And I figured if Stu's picking this as one of his favorite comedy movies of all time, I'm just gonna spend the extra dollar and buy it. Oh, and I'm touched. boy, was I huh? I'm touched. <laughs> and boy, was Where? I happy <laughs> let's build some suspense there. um for me this one definitely sums up a lot of uh good memories watching some mystery science theater 3000 um it also brings back some of the memories of like going with you guys to go see riff tracks um especially for uh my favorite one is still uh storm uh, no um oh crap. starship troopers starship troopers yeah that is by far my favorite one because there's that scene and then they bring out the monkey instead and i'm less like come on man seriously i wanted to but, see the boobies yeah no um but yeah it's it kind of reminds me a lot about that and it reminds me almost like if they're in the same living room as you watching the movie like you would probably make some snarky comments about like some stupid parts of the movie and stuff like that so for me easily eight out of ten um and then if I were to add the nostalgic factor, it'd be a nine out of 10. Cause I didn't watch them in as many as mm-hmm. Stu has, but for me, that's where I'd be, I'd be place it. Um, but yeah. yeah. So what about for you, Ben thoughts on this one? Well, I'm going to assume based off of your guys' description that you both oh, are very familiar with Mr. Science theater 3000. Wait, are you not at least a little <laughs> bit familiar? One out of 10. <laughs> This is literally like, the first even remotely, time no, I've that's ever seen oh, Mystery Science sake. 3000. This oh, is literally the first time I've seen it. That can't, that can't be. You have... So, okay, no, no, no. How much younger is Ben than us? Like 20 years, I guess. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, apparently. So, <laughs> Stu has invited me to watch Mystery Science Theater 3000, or either that or Rift Tracks. I can't remember. It was one of the two. And he invited me to go see it over in theaters in Ontario one day. And it was on a Wednesday. I remember being very excited for it. And guess what day that was? That was the fucking day I ate shit and tore my ACL. And <laughs> and so that's why there's this memory that's tied to that movie forever. You know, two out of ten. Yeah, Actually, most, one out of ten. Most people have one their, ACL left. Most people tear their ACLs by doing a wicked crossover. <laughs> or like a step back. Hey, hey, it was shot. pretty wicked. All right. It was pretty sick. It was pretty sick. Not right? writing their stupid little longboard uh, <laughs> a 
on the UC Irvine campus and tripping over nothing. <laughs> hey, hey, and hey. You can't, I, you can't claim anything else because Stu went to school at that same campus. Yeah. Hey, I think I, I, I think you told me in the past where it happened and I'm visualizing like where it was. I'm like, there's nothing there. Hey, I lost a very good lunch that day. I lost a very good lunch that day. Rip, rip, rip in peace. Maybe if you're riding an actual skateboard instead of a longboard, things might have been different. It has four wheels. It has a board on it. Dude, you watch enough Simpsons. How do you not know? Skateboard over longboard. Skateboard. Right? Skateboards are not. It's a skateboard. A longboard's a skateboard. Longboard is a skateboard with its wheels. Anyone who I died on a hill. I almost died on a hill. Anyone who longboards and thinks thinks they're skateboarding is lying to themselves. I don't. I'm not lying to myself. People actually believe that it's only Ben is trying to convince us okay. and pull the wool over our eyes, which is not going to happen. <laughs> I'm cool. So, all right. So, I'm anyways, really cool. to get to get uh, back to the point, right. so you're soured on Mystery Science Theater because that's yeah. the day you tore your ACL. <laughs> yes, I'm very soured on it. Right. So, <laughs> so, what is your rating based on the fact this is the first time you? Hey, 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 I got I got other thoughts. All right, I got other thoughts. Let me get my cards. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> respect the cards all right did you did you at least are were you at least aware of what mystery science theater was he's like how is he talking to this robot (laughs) who are these robots science guy guy why is he in a dog toy (laughs) uh so that's a dog toy i think it was (laughs) it's like i know it's a phone Uh, but it it doesn't it shows you a very certain part mm -hmm. of it and it could be a very uh looks like a bicep. Not <laughs> yeah. a bicep. No, I thought we went with the penis because it was more masculine. <laughs> and and I had veins to it. <laughs> it, it. If it's a bicep, it needs more veins. Right. Go ahead, Ben. So yeah, I have never seen Mystery Science Theater 2000 nor Rift Tracks before this. Neither has Letty, and we both went into this. And I gotta say, we were both fucking confused out of our minds. I'm like, who the fuck is this scientist guy? <laughs> Why are they in a spaceship? Why are they digging through a spaceship? Why is that? Why is he talking to a gumball dispenser? Why is he also <laughs> talking to a wiffle ball bat thing with eyes on it? Why are they? Why do they have a movie theater inside of the spaceship? And why <laughs> did they take this intermission to like destroy the Hubble Space Telescope? I don't know. So <laughs> overall, this movie was fucking confusing as hell. But I gotta say, holy fuck, it was funny as shit. Uh, <laughs> eight out of ten, solid eight out of ten. It was man, like I I would be lying if I didn't say that I found it really fucking amusing. Uh, <laughs> like the whole time, uh, or there there are some references to some episodes of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, right? Or mm-hmm. like yeah. I, I I recognize one of them because just because of how many times I go to the theater. And see that, oh, hey, Mystery Science Theater is back in theaters with Manos, the hands of fate or something, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- there was a reference to that, right? That, that, that was it. Yes. Like the, yeah. Okay, that was it. Okay. So, you know, I, I found it really charming, you know, the way that they riff on each other and the way that they're able to kind of like plan all this out. Uh, and hopefully we'll go over that in like what our favorite parts of the movie were, but yeah, I, uh, not knowing anything from the TV show or any of their other projects, I would, I still really fucking enjoyed this movie. I think, I think the the um, the skill in it is the fact that it is planned. Obviously, some of these moments are planned, but it feels so organic when they're yeah. 
when it's happening. Yep. Um, so actually, I didn't ask Stu, but Stu, what was your what's your rating for this one? Since this one seems so near and dear to your your heart. So, um, so I think I had seen this one before I really started watching a lot of the TV show, uh, a lot of the series uh, episodes. Um, so this definitely was, a, it used to be like my, one of my like favorite mystery science theaters, but that was, uh, I think it has been uh, surpassed by like some of the TV show episodes. That's not to say I didn't like this one. Uh, I definitely give this one like a nine uh, or nine and a half based, just based on like uh, where it ranks in my favorite mystery science theaters. Cause really, this is just, this is really just a, a, a mystery science theater episode that was released in theaters. That's really what it right. was. So yeah, um, there was nothing other than like the kind of bigger budget for like a little bit better uh, set pieces and stuff. Um, uh, and probably, I don't know how much money of it went into like the rights to, uh, to, to use the movie. Cause that's, I think that was one of the things, one of the challenges with the TV show is trying to get the rights to the movie to be able to show it and riff on it. Mm. Um, so that, yeah, I know that was one of the challenges during the show's production, but, uh, but yeah, it's definitely up there for me. There are, I think the, some of the episodes that surpassed it for me were things like, um, if you ever want to watch another episode, get more into Mr. Science theater, some of the best ones I could recommend, you can find them on YouTube would be uh, space mutiny and the final sacrifice those are like the two probably like two of the best ones i think ever made for mystery science theater um but uh i digress um this was definitely a good time for me uh i got to some of the some of the jokes i remembered and i was excited to hear them do it again and then some of my like other ones i completely forgot which we can get into uh later yeah yeah. and if you're were piqued by this and you saw the movie and you wanted to know where else you can get it. They are actually a lot of the episodes are available on YouTube on their official account on their YouTube account um, for you to be able to view um, as well as I think it'd be remiss if we didn't mention that, you know, all those TV shows that are like, Oh, uh, magician reacts to this, you know, magic act or this, you know, uh, professional right. singer reacts to the, this is the Genesis of all of that. Right. Uh, ridiculosity <laughs> all these shows that don't have to come up with their own content pretty much came from like this yeah. right it's i don't like, know anything else that's earlier than this that literally takes some somebody else's um somebody else's existing ip mm-hmm. and then turns it into something else where they don't even need to generate their own content they're they're like oh we're using this as our basis you know it's like the original mixtape pretty much Right or the uh, it makes uh, uh, sorry, the original remix mm-hmm. it seems like for for a TV show. So, all right, um, I know that we're running a little bit short on time, so we'll go ahead and jump into our favorite moments. Uh, since this Stu, this was your favorite movie, uh, the movie you picked. I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, so one of the one of the moments I that I was I was eager to see again because I remembered the joke they made was um was in towards the beginning when uh the you know the hunky scientist guy is like flying into the to the base where that like the weenie guy is um and just like the just all the jokes they made about like (laughs) like how the that kind of dorky guy like was looking up to the uh 
to that side to the main character the that oh like the casablanca type moment where he's <laughs> still hanging on the uh the stairwell yeah it just yeah and just like their whole the whole all the jokes they made about like <laughs> how they how they uh you know appeared on screen together um uh mainly like when he's like oh shoot. actually i can't really pick one there's 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 all kinds but what <laughs> But one one specific one that I had, I had forgotten about. So there's this kind of recurring theme throughout the movie and the the movie of uh, the Silent Earth and also Mystery Science Theater the movie, where like the main character, the two main characters, the the guy the guy and the girl, um, they had apparently had known each other before, but she doesn't remember him and all that stuff, and that kind of comes up a couple times throughout the throughout the movie, and then at towards the end. There's, there's like there's like a shot where it like it only shows like the dude's like lower half of his body <laughs> i think uh mike says like do you remember me now or, or <laughs> 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 you know, i just started laughing because like i don't think that ever would have registered to me as a kid because like you know it's just showing like his you know his groin lower basically <laughs> so uh, that was that was like probably like my new favorite moment um what about for you ben favorite moment there were in the movie there wasn't too many reoccurring jokes but my f- one of them kind of stood out to me just because i don't know i, I think it was there's a visual aspect to it and they just held on to that joke for so long but it was towards the beginning of the movie and i honestly i was kind of confused by the plot at the beginning i i, I wasn't really sure what was going on but there was a scene oh, where it was confusing for everybody okay good well they're at the uh <laughs> some, some lab and they're inserting this metal, this giant metal like rectangle oh. <laughs> into this other thing, and it, it did look like my first thought was like, "Wow, that looks like a fucking like pop tart going into a toaster or something." <laughs> and their whole joke throughout that like however minute segment was, you know, like uh, it's it's a fucking ego waffle or something, right? <laughs> I, I think it was like you burned my breakfast. That was like the the secret government ego project or something, <laughs> and they just kept going with it. Like it would cut back to another scene, and then it would cut back to that stupid like toaster strudel looking thing, yeah. and it was like contact Doctor Jemima, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know, like when they're lowering it into it, and then it starts making all those sparks, and then some. I don't know who, but someone like yells out, "Yeah, start warming up the syrup." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Um, now one the best throwaway jokes or just one-liners you know one that just kind of stuck there this kind of goes with their whole you know being prepared and just like preparing these jokes and it was when they first got to that um that planet i don't even know what the fucking planet was called i forgot what it was called but the guy who's piloting the ship says all right switch to normal view and then like it starts playing this very ominous music and all three of them start chanting at the same time normal (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) along with the music that was playing yeah they were like metal metal luna yeah and they just all start singing along with the music that's going on in the background normal (laughs) you know it, it, it really highlighted their uh their ability to work with each other chemistry so I really, that kind of really sold me on the movie. Um, for me, my favorite one was when they, they bring, I forgot the name, Meacham and the other girl into that spaceship and they meet the, uh, like the Supreme leader, I guess. Mm-hmm. I felt like that scene was really, really quick, 
and then they all of a sudden they they go from like meeting them and then not landing and then all of a sudden they're escaping i i was like i literally blinked for a second and went to go turn around to go do something and came back and i was like wait how did this happen but i remember that one scene because um he walks in and he says we're going to relocate and then uh, meacham responds and goes relocation to where and then the guy says to your earth <laughs> and then the exeter goes oh it's a it, a peaceful relocation <laughs> and then uh, crow responds after the genocide of course <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was like it's almost like they purposely made that pause right after that for somebody to plug <laughs> something like that in <laughs> i was just like sitting here just like laughing to myself watching this movie um and then oh and then the beginning when they they show uh when the movie opens and it it they're trying to set the scene and he goes when in California, be sure to visit beautiful. And then it says Washington sees and goes, mm. uh, uh. They, that actually happens. Uh, they do that. Like, that's not the only time they've done that in a, uh, in a movie where like, yeah. it's like, you know, the scenes like, obviously like there's one, I think there's one episode where like the scene is obviously like Los Angeles, but like they're trying, the movie is supposed to be set somewhere else. Mm. So they, they do like a similar gag there. Oh, it's because they're always like talking about like at the very beginning, it's like shot in Technicolor, also on location in blah, blah, blah. Right. right. So they're kind of like joking about that, how every movie is shot in California, even though it's. Yeah. Even though not, like they, even yeah. though like the setting they're trying to say, like setting is like, you know, in the in the Ar- Denver, in the Arctic, but it's still yeah. it's like <laughs> shows Los Angeles, in California. Be sure to visit beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So and then obviously there's always that gag at the very end where they're always. Uh, riffing on the credits yep i think it was that uh i didn't see mystery science theater when it was still on television i think i maybe caught maybe one or two episodes when it was still on television television mm-hmm. um but then that kind of was the the reason why i always felt like i wanted to stay behind and watch credits because i would sometimes just look for interesting names that people could make fun of like a, a I forgot which one it was, but she said Axon Jackson. Yeah. I thought it was pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. Like, I don't know why, but I know that's really dumb, but I still always laugh every yeah. single time when that comes up. But yeah. um, any other Ag- favorite moment? Oh, go ahead. I don't think Action Jackson will ever not be funny. So that's true. Uh, anything that says Jackson at the end, Michael Action Jackson or whatever yeah. it was on there. But I think it was like a girl's name, right? It was like Janet. Yeah, it was like a, yeah. Jennifer or something like that. Jennifer Jackson. Like Jennifer yeah. Action Jackson. Um, but yeah, uh, any other moments, guys, before we go ahead and wrap this one up? Oh yeah, now I remember one one of the other moments that I really liked as a as a, and one that stuck out in my head, and I was excited to see again was the uh, when Meacham and I think her name was Ruth uh, mm-hmm. show up to the show up to the the house for the first time, and they're like standing there, and in the background there's a guy walking just who just starts walking from like the back of the shot to the front of the shot inexplicably <laughs> oh yeah and, yeah. Uh, and Tom, I, I think it's servo who starts he just starts making car noises like it's just cause, i don't know why it seemed to match so well with how like the pace of his walking so that's that was one of my favorite other favorite moments there's a lot of favorite moments in this in this movie so i have a question so um i, I know that recently well not recently but kind of recently they started up Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Uh, yes. How does that kind of hold up to the old ones? So I would say that I would say they're not as good mm-hmm. as the old as the original ones. Um, 
but that's not to say that they're not they're not bad. I mean, that's not to say that they're bad. Um, they def- there is, there are like a couple. There's like I think I don't know how many episodes they have, but there's a couple of movies in there they do that are actually pretty good. Yeah, but I think as a whole, um, it, it means it's not as good. I think. Okay. Uh, I think one of the problems with, um, the their retake their new uh, take on Mr. Science Theater is is that their jokes sometimes they try I think they try to go for quantity over quality because sometimes they'll be like they'll say their thing like really fast and it's like just to like cram it in was like and it wasn't mm-hmm. even like really funny so I was like you could have done better than that I think so mm-hmm. okay yeah because it definitely felt like they were trying to almost like forcing it they're yeah. just like we know it has to be funny all right there's a break here say something right. and they were really kind of just trying to like cram in jokes and stuff like that so it didn't it didn't feel as organic as if it was like, oh, these guys are all hanging out in a theater together watching a really bad movie. Right. Um, and they've tried to salvage it as much as possible, right? Patton Oswald's tied to this one. Yeah. Felicia's Day is, is also tied to yeah. this. I think um, it has to do with the writing, um, you know, whoever's involved in the writing of it. I and mean, I think one of the other things, too, uh, just to give you some mystery science theater lore here, uh, the show was actually created and the original main main guy in the show was Joel Hodgson, which... Uh, you know, he created the show and he was like the main guy. And at some point he decided, I don't know why he decided to leave, leave the show. I don't know if he's tired of doing it. And so the actual, the head writer at, at the time became, who was Michael Nel- Mike Nelson, he became the main guy on the show. And then, and in my opinion, I think he's actually the better riffer than uh, the creator was. And so when they came back to do Netflix, the Netflix one, because it was Joel Hodgson's show, like he was the one in charge and they, I don't think they involved Mike Nelson in it. So I think that's one of the reasons why it suffered. Yeah. It, de- it definitely fell a little bit flat. I mean, some of the antics are in there and stuff like that, but it just, it didn't have that same feeling as the original ones did. And I think, I think Stu nailed it on the head for that one. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, before we go ahead and do that, we need to talk about the movie that we are picking for next week. And I think I am up for that's what I call Cinco's comedy. Um, there are a couple of choices, but I think I'm going to end up deciding on the naked gun. Oh, there we go. There we go. uh, Finally, David picks a good one. (laughs) Oh, what was that? Okay. Let's, uh, let's go with, uh, decided. Okay. Tune in next week. Bye. Yeah. So um, next week, you know, tune in next week and uh, hang out with us when we're reviewing uh, the naked gun, as well as season three, episode 19 of street sharks. The countdown begins where that is number nine. So close. Yep. So close. And then we can really tell everybody how we feel about street sharks after that, (laughs) because we finished it. Um, but before we go ahead and do that, definitely make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, make sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts to make sure you're getting all the doses of Cinco's uh, content, as well as follow us on Twitch. Uh, hit that bell icon so you know every single time that we um, are streaming. Uh, apparently, sometimes that doesn't work, as it did on Saturday. I found out like 20 minutes before I was about to be finished. Um, that some people were getting notifications that we were live, but um, you can catch us on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Tuesdays are for Ben. Wednesdays are Stu's days. 
Thursday is the group stream, and on Saturday mornings, I've been streaming, or Sunday morning. You'll never know. You'll have to tune in. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Well, you got to keep some surprises in there. So if Only- you guys have any suggestions, what? Only 19 more followers till we get that. I know we're at 31. We're on the March to affiliate. Um, And we would love to see all of you guys follow us and subscribe on YouTube as well. uh, Cause you'll get more of that original content that you guys love so much. Um, But yeah, let us know where, what you guys think, what you guys would like to see us review as far as movies go or uh, games. Cause it seems like, coronavirus is starting to kind of get a little bit under control we can kind of start living with it a little bit and getting back to a little bit more of our normal lives so maybe we might start seeing some theater stuff in a couple weeks um or a couple months but yep uh as always i have been your host david i'm Stuart, and i'm ben don't forget to tip your reiki masters guys so wash your hands stay safe out there and we will check you guys on another time Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.